0: A new landmark poll shows not just a majority, but two-thirds of American parents are now open to supporting school choice, even if they personally are in favor of school choice for their families. It is a huge shift in the conversation as it pertains to our school choice conversation. So naturally, we got to talk about that instead of focusing on winning arguments we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about welcome to the brian nichols show well hey there folks brian nichols here on the brian nichols show thank you for joining us on of course another fun filled episode i am as always your humble host joining you live from our cardio miracle studios here in lovely lovely eastern indiana folks take control of your heart health with Cardio Miracle specially formulated to help support circulation, blood flow and cardiovascular health. Notice more energy, less fatigue and better rest. Transform your heart. Get Cardio Miracle today at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash heart. Use code TBNS to save 15% off your order. And oh, by the way, folks, there's a 100% money back guarantee. So you quite have or quite literally that is have nothing to lose. One more time, com forward slash heart code TBNS for 15% off your order. Your heart will thank you. And uh, speaking of something thanking you, I guarantee your kids will thank you if you decide to uh, pay attention to today's episode. Joining me to discuss this brand new landmark poll helping show a huge swing in the overall opinion and sentiment towards school choice. Join me to discuss that from, yes, every kid, Matt Friendaway. Welcome to the Brian Show. Hey, Brian, great to have, great, great, to be here. Great to have you on the show, Matt. Looking forward to today's conversation. But first, you got to do me a favor. Introduce yourself and yes.everykid.foundation. What is the organization and what's the great work you guys are doing over there?
1: Absolutely. So I've been working on education reform for better half of nearly uh, a decade and a half now, probably about 15 years. And at Yes Every Kid, we're devoted to unlocking the extraordinary potential of every kid. where we're we're really committed to the belief that every student has promised gifts and is blessed with talents and deserving of every opportunity, whether that's their local uh, public school, uh, private school, school, homeschool, co-op, microschool, you name it. And so really, we look at uh, pursuing the the belief that we need to take down the barriers that are holding families back and really unleash the great potential of individuals.
0: Matt, what are... When you're talking about this, uh, you know, this topic and it can get a little testy, right? Cause we're talking about kids, parents, their children, their kids education, right? So this is a conversation that of course seems to, to, you know, you're going on some very uh, thin lines there, it seems, but there seems more recently, and I'd love to hear your context here, much more of a, a openness to discussing the fact that maybe our Kids' education system isn't the best. Maybe our kids' education system isn't actually an education system. Let's dig into that a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, let, let's let's use the system's uh, own benchmark, right? The mm. the NAEP scores, which is kind of considered one of the gold standards of, of benchmarks of progress. And based on the NAEP scores, this system, the traditional public school system, is uh, an abysmal state. Um, reading scores are at uh, all-time low. Math scores have been trending down. Uh, it's a significant drop after the pandemic. But if you look even before the pandemic, we're trending down. Uh, and, uh, and the, the pandemic, the, the COVID-19 school shutdown shed a spotlight on glaring challenges and problems within the system and put it on the radar of parents who were otherwise trusting of this public school system that they had oftentimes bought a home into. To, to do the job that they had hired it for. And a lot of families recognized right away that if they need to fire their school and hire a new one. <laughs> and as a result, I mean, if you look at just enrollment numbers, traditional public schooling is still down significantly from pre-pandemic levels. Those kids didn't disappear. They found new places to go learn. They've learned from new homeschools, microschools, private schooling, traditional public um, schoolings, um, you know, cousin charter schooling. And so you find all these other, other
0: options And so, want to be at the largest international gathering of liberty lovers on the planet? LibertyCon 2024 takes place February 2nd through February 4th in Washington, D.C., where you can meet like-minded students and activists, hear from top speakers, and of course, get equipped to advance the cause of liberty. Use code TBNS at checkout to save 25% on your tickets today. Go to brianickleshow.com forward slash libertycon and join the largest gathering of liberty lovers in the world in the in the course between parents being
1: frustrated during the pandemic to today what we're seeing is a shift in the conversation a shift in perceptions and a recognition that from parents according to the, to the YouGov poll that all options are 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 better than no options and that even if i don't want to choose an option i still think it's better and it's worthy of you to be possibly wanted to
0: Choose it for your family. Having choice is better than no choice. Who would have yeah, thumped gotcha. that? Um what's interesting, Matt, that you you kind of articulate here, and and I don't know, I hate to even say this, but like some good that came from the pandemic ugh, is that I guess parents finally opened their eyes to what was actually happening in these government schooling systems and it wasn't a matter of because you know all of a sudden parents were like you know what we should really pay attention to what's happening behind these school doors but rather school doors came behind the closed doors of the parents right it came into the home because all of a sudden with the teachers unions forcing kids to now take classes regardless of whether or not they were at risk or or the teachers were at risk No, nope, you're gonna have to stay at home indefinitely to, to take schooling and, and, oh, by the way, parents, get ready, strap in, open your eyes. Yes. Open your ears. Pay attention to what your kids are learning. Oh, guess what? It's bad. It's really, really bad. And that opened the eyes and the ears again to so many parents to what actually was taking place. And now we're at a point where. I'm, I'm actually shocked, Chris, that we are, or, uh, Matt, that we are at this point. Fast forward, because I was just thinking one of my buddies, Chris, he was vehemently against the idea of school choice. And I was just talking to him last week and he was like, you know, maybe, may, maybe that's something we should talk about. And he was completely off the, the idea of school choice because what you raised earlier, property values, right? So something's happening, right? And it all stemmed from 2020. And it's, Terrible thing that we all experienced the pandemic, but it's opened so many doors now because let we say this in sales, once people see it, they can't unsee it. And way too many parents saw the truth of what was happening to their kids behind the scenes.
1: Absolutely. I mean, Emily Hanford has an award-winning um, docuseries uh, or podcast series called uh, Sold a Story, and it talks about these families who uh, assume, you know, Assumed their kids were at good schools, assumed everything was going well, and their kids were at home now, and, and they were having to, um, you know, essentially, like, manage their career as well as manage their kids' education. And it, it dawned on them that suddenly their kid couldn't read. And in Emily's story, it's like in her uh, sold to Story podcast, it's story after story after story of these parents who assumed everything was fine, assumed their kids could read and they couldn't. And that's just a snapshot, just a small snapshot into what unfolded across the country. And so you've seen a paradigm shift now among parents. Um, When you start to look at like just baseline support for school choice, historically, we saw good numbers. Most more people were in favor of it than opposed. But now, I mean, just um, in the last year, we we did a poll recently in in Kansas, 73% of families in Kansas supported school choice. In Texas, 74% um, support school choice, a state where the lawmakers are are fighting tooth and nail to defend the status quo. Um, In Georgia, another state where where lawmakers have have defended the status quo in in opposition of parents, 68% of families support school choice. And it's not just party ID. You have 70, 80% among Republicans, (laughs) oftentimes 65 to 70% among independents, and very often well above uh, – easily a plurality, but typically above 50 percent or higher among Democrats. And to, if you're a lawmaker, you know it's only so long that you can withstand this until you recognize that you're not just standing against bad policy. You're at some point standing against bad politics, and we all know what happens to lawmakers when they stand on, uh, against those two.
0: There were some numbers in this poll I just wanted to quickly pull out. So a majority of the Americans surveyed, and this is what you mentioned earlier, Matt, which is just awesome, including most Democrats, independents, and Republicans indicate support for, number one, ending residential school assignment, which is obviously zip codes shouldn't determine education, 67% said yes, we are in favor of that. Expanding access to education savings accounts, ESAs, 63%, and expanding education tax credits, 66%. That's for, yes, again, democrats republicans and independents and then there was one other thing i wanted to highlight as well and that is where we saw the biggest improvements of a percent support if we were to make k-12 education more flexible for families do you think this would improve or weaken our our nation's overall education system you know who had the highest uh some of the highest support it was black and poor Americans, 73 and 74% respectively. And then it was Republicans. Then it was upper uh, middle class or higher. Then it was the middle class. Then it was your independents. So this not only is beyond political uh, uh, affiliation, this is actually going towards the very people, Matt, who absolutely need this the most. Absolutely. I mean, if, if I could do
1: one thing, it would be probably put Randy Weingarten on the on tour and have her go everywhere to talk <laughs> what about a piece that. of work she is Jeez. um because everywhere she goes she makes the case for us right she talks about how important the system is where families are thinking about their kid they're talking about how important their kid is when you talk to even good you talk to good educators they're not even bragging about the system they're talking about how how your child is doing and you you turn to randy weingarten and all she can talk about is system 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 and that's where 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 they've lost families. The, there's been a disconnect over the course of the history of our education system where we prioritized the system to teach as many kids as we could, you know for those that really want to nerd out. this is the Prussian education model we have in America, and we you know imported it here. Sure um, Russia has come and gone, uh, but our education system has 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 sustained, and families are getting to a point where they go, wait, this is not working. Even educators, if you look at the the favorabilities of educators. Educators are tired of the system. They're they're tired of being uh, of of having their passion to teach um, just basically um, drowned out. They're being you know required to teach um, ideological you know topics and everything that had nothing to do with education. And you see educators every day quitting and starting. Um, starting micro schools and homeschool co-ops and
0: it's time to elevate your refreshment game minus the alcohol introducing liquid freedom by blood of tyrants the zero sugar all natural zero alcohol tea fueled by yerba mate say no to artificial additives and say yes to an energizing tea that'll keep you going all day long revolutionize your taste buds and support freedom and also save 10% off your order by using code TBNS at checkout. Head to com forward slash T and celebrate transparency and redefine your beverage experience with Liquid Freedom. You, I mean, if
1: you've noticed the attack recently on homeschooling, it's a systemic attack um, targeted at trying to attack, trying to attack this, this new out of system learning space because they recognize the teachers union and the education establishment that, A combination of parents having their funding given to them and really talented educators who are like, I'm done, I'm out, and you marry those two, you could have a like a thousand flowers bloom, which is what what you're seeing. You're seeing micro schools pop up all over and they look different and they're all founded by wonderful people who just have different they're mission oriented and they only want to teach a few kids here or there. And really like that's gonna be the next turning point that's gonna just just break the system wide open.
0: Oh yeah. Two, two of the most uh, requested and purchased items over at my shop, briannicholshow.com forward slash shop are these two stickers. One fun students, not systems. Number two, zip codes shouldn't determine education. Um, Like it speaks to me when I see that, that those are the two most um, purchased stickers I have in my store. But to the point you raised out uh, earlier, Matt, you know, th- this is something that we, we, let me, let me rewind a little bit. We have this Prussian schooling model that you, you mentioned. And I've, I've talked about this a few times here in the show before as well. And you, you see that it was so structured. Like we're going to make good little workers, right? Like good little factory drones, good little test takers. And, and that was the model. And I saw it like when I was in school. I would see the teachers, teachers I absolutely respected, I admired, who would be like, I hate this. I hate New York State Regences. Why? Because I had to teach for the stupid test. I can't teach you what I actually want to teach you because believe it or not, folks in the audience who maybe didn't know this A lot of teachers actually enjoy teaching. They're educators. They like to educate, but they're not allowed to, that more often than not, their hands are tied. They're taught, you must teach for this test. Otherwise, we will find somebody who can. And that right there just speaks to how broken our system is. And yet, to your point, Matt, this system that is so inherently broken at its core is a system that's based on a country that doesn't exist anymore. What are we doing?
1: It, it's so backwards and it's so out, outdated. I mean, if, if you really, if you're a, a a committed, you know, like you know, prog- like true progressive, um, you should be shook to your core if you were to peel back the onions of what the traditional public schooling system was built on. It, it, the founders of of the system, that the Committee of Ten that was laid out in 1894 by the National Education Association, they believed in inherited ability. This idea, which is essentially eugenics and racism, they believe that like certain kids were uh, that destined to greatness because of how, who they were born into and certain kids weren't. And so the education system's entire goal was to rank and sort kids, determine who should go on to college and you know who's the rest of the laborers. It, and yet that's the system we have today that continues to do that and it's to rank and sort kids, figure out, you know okay, you're a good little kid to go to college and you're the one that should go to trade school. Which is such a mismatch of what families want, what students want, and like you said, what most most educators want. And so, like we're really at this at a turning point in this country. We we see it um, in policy right now, right? Over, nearly twenty states have passed new school choice policies or wow. expanded existing that's ones, awesome. <laughs> um, and that's a result like like. You know, apologies to any lawmakers that might be watching, but you guys are the laggards of like transformation, right? Like policy follows culture. Um, culture shifted, and the politicians are running fast for good reason to catch up and to try and um play um play catch up and create policy that families want, which is good. This is why you've seen new policies in Kansas, in or excuse me, not Kansas, but in Iowa, Arkansas, you know, um, Arizona expanded universal, Florida went universal. Now, the states that are on the cusp, what it is Kansas, Tennessee, um, Georgia, and Texas. Those are the states that now are, are going to have to chase down their, their peers who are breaking open the system and making families free.
0: And shame on me for not saying his name yet. Friend of the show, Corey DeAngelis. He's been doing the Lord's work, going around and uh, and going to these different state capitals, talking about the importance of funding students, not systems. So thank you, Corey, for all the hard work he does. And by the way, folks, if you want to go check out some of the uh, past episodes of Corey, I'll include those in our show notes here as well. As if you're on the YouTubes, I'll make sure I include that uh, right after we wrap up today so you can continue your viewing pleasure. But yeah, this this is something as we're going towards the end of the show here, Matt, like this is something we've seen... I don't know like if you were to rewind 10 years ago there there was a group of folks having this this dialogue but it was it was a microcosm right it was it was a blip in the ocean of education and yet 2020 again I, I keep on going back to that thing we all experienced the the pandemic of 2020 we all all of a sudden were were faced with the reality and I think a lot of things that were were broken were exposed for being broken and fast forward to today we we've seen a, a like a mo- monumental shift towards this now being not just something that parents are open to but they're favoring and that speaks to your point earlier about culture being the the main driver of politics cuz yes Politics is, in fact, downstream from culture, but it doesn't matter how good your your policy is if the culture isn't ready for it, and vice versa. If the culture hasn't direct the policy, then good luck getting uh, your policy uh, to get the, the support of the public. So, there is a very delicate yin and yang, and Matt, we are at a point right now in our history where I think we are at a golden opportunity for the yin and the yang to uh, to have a nice little synergy going on here. So, Paint the picture for us, right? Where do you see this school choice conversation heading as we move forward? Not just into an election year in 2024, but obviously, you know, we we're heading forward to the, uh, the the back half of the decade. So, what do you kind of see this, uh, you know, this this new landmark poll showing as we head towards the uh, the future here, as it pertains to school choice?
1: Well, I think it, it's indicative of a shift in the entire ed reform movement if you will and that's what is traditionally being called ed-, ed reform or education reform where we're, we're shifting from a reform system, uh, mentality to a transform mentality reform is is historically trying to make what you have a little bit better transform is moving to an entirely new model and system and that's where we're headed that's what families want is what's what would better serve students across this country it's also where the policies are headed where su- suddenly funding isn't just trapped or shifted from one um, public school to just a private school, suddenly it's given to families and they have the power to customize it and personalize it in any shape, form, or fashion. And that's where we're headed and that's what families want. And so I, I, I am excited about the future. I'm excited about what comes next. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't see uh ESAs as the end all be all. I see that as like a stopping point in the, in the transition to absolute freedom for every family. Um, you talked about zip codes. I think that's another area where we can break down barriers. Right now, traditional public schooling is is one of the only publicly funded systems in this country that's entirely controlled by where you live. Uh, you know, public parks aren't that way. Public uh, hospitals aren't that way, and it's forcing families, some families, to to try and um, who don't have any other options where they don't have school choice programs, to try and like use a family member's a uh, address to try and go to a better school and the, and and the public school system is hiring investigators to go after these families track them down and no joke sue them for a quote stealing of education
0: Life's too short just to get by. If chronic pain, anxiety, and poor sleep are holding you back, then Evil's CBD is here to help. Embrace the natural, calming, and anti-inflammatory properties of CBD. Unlock a healthier, more vibrant life. Go to BrianNickelshow.com forward slash Evil's and use code TBNS. Save 15% today. Thrive with EBLS. One more time, that's briannicholshow.com forward slash Evil's. And now, back to the show.
1: And so, um, you know, you, you said you're, you're not far from the border of Ohio. One of the most famous cases was from Ohio where a mother just used her father's address for her kid and they tracked them down. They had investigators tracking her down, like taking photos of them, you know, trying to basically build a, a case against the family because all she wanted to do was provide her kid a better education. And so we, I think removing the idea of zip, zip codes as boundary lines that trap cat kids into, quote, Good schools and other kids kids into, quote, bad schools is one big transformational policy that's coming up, which will continue to just break an otherwise closed system
0: open. Matt, friend away. You guys are doing amazing work over at Yes, Every Kid Foundation. You guys are are truly not just helping change the conversation, but actually changing the way that parents are now helping raise their kids as it pertains to their education. This is the way we win, right? And, uh, for my final thoughts, I'll, I'll say this. We 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 don't win by pointing at problem and saying problem. We, we we solve it by bringing a solution to the table, and and that's what you're doing today, Matt. And and frankly, that's what the other folks in this awesome movement, uh, that is the Greater School Choice Movement, have been doing. Folks like you, folks like Carrie McDonald, folks like Corey DeAngelis, you have all been leading the the charge to help change the di- the dialogue, change the conversation, and change the culture, right? And, and the fact that we are now seeing a culture change along the way that's helped me make, make it easier for us to have this conversation and now to actually make policy changes. It's exciting, right? And, and for anybody who's on the, I guess, you know, the more political right of the aisle, I mean, this is a huge win. Celebrate because this is our idea, right? This, that people are now embracing. Um, so let's celebrate that and, and let's see if we can get some more. We're at, you said 20 states. Let's, get to 25 then let's get to 30 and heck I would love to see uh maybe a constitutional amendment for uh, school choice I don't know maybe I'm I'm stepping over my bounds because the ninth and 10th amendment but you know I one can dream I guess I don't know but Matt that's my final thoughts for us today we'll what do you we'll got for, your... for another
1: conversation about what what a good federal policy may look like that's or right the absence of a federal policy may be the best policy but I'll leave that I'll leave that as that as the cliffhanger
0: for a future <laughs> what, what do you got for us for your final thoughts today Matt?
1: Well, you know, I just I think that, like you said, there's a couple of things that are just I, right there sitting for families. If you're if, if you're in a state that is on the cusp of transformation, just get involved and get engaged. Because I promise you, you are just like one session, one lawmaker's courageous accent away from getting tra- like transformative policy in your state. And if you're looking for someone to partner, come find us. We want to partner. If You're an organization that's ready to, to roll. Come get us. We're ready to partner with you and, and make this, like you said, a, a not a a 20-state solution, but a 50-state solution where we're helping every state get across the finish line to open up their schools, to open up their systems so more families have freedom and more students can, can exceed.
0: Matt, friend away from Yes, Every Kid Foundation. Thank you for joining the show. And folks, if you enjoyed today's episode, you know the drill. Go ahead, give it a share. When you do, please tag yours truly at Liberty. You can find me on X.com as well as over on Facebook. Matt, where can folks go ahead, find you, find Yes, Every Kid Foundation, and stay in touch?
1: YesEveryKid.com, YesEveryKidFoundation.com. Check us out on Twitter, Kid. Uh, anywhere on, on any of the socials, we'll just keep the conversation going. As my mantra is like always engaged. So ping me and uh, we'll get the conversation going.
0: Don't hurt people. Don't take people's stuff. You want to win this bumper sticker? Well, go ahead, enter into our bumper sticker giveaway. Five star rating and review over at com enters you in to win. All you got to do is take a screenshot of said review. Email it to me Brian at Show.com. Not only Folks will you be Entered into win This awesome bumper Sticker but As I mentioned The aforementioned Fun students Not systems As well as our uh, Zip codes Shouldn't determine uh, uh, Education stickers Plus more Like our Good ideas Don't require a force Snapback. I have hoodies I have t-shirts I have all that And more over at our Shop and you will be Entered to win a $100 gift card For the shop If you enter Our don't hurt people don't take people's stuff bumper sticker giveaway. You're automatically entered for that. So how about that? Two birds, one stone. Go ahead, enter your five-star rating and review today. Email me, brian at com. Uh, That's one final thing there. Then just in terms of where can you find the show, video, audio version of the show, I don't care. All I appreciate is that you share the show. You help bring more folks to the program. So where can you find the show to actually go ahead and share said show? Well, we got video versions of the show over on YouTube, Rumble, Ben Swan's Sovereign, spelled F. SOVREN and we're uploading our entire episodes to x.com as well. So wherever it is you consume your video content, just do me a favor, make sure you hit that little subscribe button, like button if you're over on the YouTubes and the Rumbles and of course, go down to below in the comments, let us know what your thoughts are. Are you in favor of school choice? Are you excited if you're a parent to have some options now for your kid if you live in a state that's embraced school choice? Let us know down below. And also if you are joining us on YouTube, like I said, stick around because like right about here you should be seeing my conversation with Corey is popping up, so make sure you stick around there, and then one last thing, that's right, Matt, um, over for the audio versions of the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube Music, wherever it is you get your podcasts, just go ahead, give us some love, uh, hit uh, subscribe, but also hit download all unplayed episodes. Yes, we have over 790 episodes of the program. So I guarantee in the treasure trove of episodes, you are going to find at least a handful that will leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. Educated, not like from those government schooling uh, system software areas. I promise uh, none of that nonsense. Matt, any uh, final words for us as we wrap things up today?
1: I love that, 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 uh, Bumper sticker. I, I, we might have to do a. Uh, I'm gonna have to I'll drop a review in and see if I can win one too. I'll Rock send and you one roll. Of ours that says, uh, uh, "Yes, every kid. The enemy of average. We want
0: every kid to be excellent." <laughs> well, I love it. Well, folks, go ahead look for Matt's uh, Matt's five star rating and review there. We'll have to hold him to his word. No, I'm just teasing, but seriously, go look for it. Now, folks, thank you for joining us here on today's episode. If you enjoy the episode again, please go ahead and give it a share. But with that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here for Matt Fendaway. We'll see you next time. Thanks.